Welcome to the Picking and Choosing Podcast. I'm your host, Will Maybon. On today's episode, we have a special guest, and we're going to have a great conversation about what men want. A little bit about my guest. He's an entrepreneur, owns a hair salon, owns investment properties, and he's an insurance expert, and he's my cousin. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm honored to introduce my cousin, Marlon Bill. What's up, bro? What's up, Will? Appreciate you having me on, man. Hey, look, I have a lot of conversations with women on a regular basis, as you know, about uh, pretty much the battle of the sexes. We have these type of conversations on a regular basis. And with this podcast, man, I want to thank you because you are actually the first guest on the first episode. This is episode one. And we're going to kick this thing off the right way by um, discussing, trying to just get the basics so i'm gonna have you on and then i'm gonna have another young lady on to complete the first episode and what we're gonna discuss with you is what men want and what i'm gonna discuss with her is what what does women want so we can kind of get a basic understanding and try to work from there so we're gonna keep this very short and quick because you're half the show and she's the other half all right so it works for me real simple in your own words you know um be as comfortable and as relaxed as you possibly can explain it um i wanted to be as you always say your famous words explain it to me like i'm two you know like a two-year-old so a two-year-old can digest it very very simple you know and um just tell us in your own words what is it that men want what is it that you want more importantly if you if you can't speak in general speak to you specifically but i prefer the vague general idea of what you think men want Okay. Well, you know, I've been lately, I've been having this conversation with with quite a few people, man. And and the reason I don't want to speak to it from a vague standpoint, Will, is simply because so many guys are saying they want so many different things. Okay. But when it comes down to it, I think when we all break down everything that we want, it's typically just one thing. And for the most part, it usually boils down to sex. However, uh, what I did find with myself is, man, I got to have some companionship with that sex, okay? Um, Because listen, I don't have a whole lot of female, a whole lot of male friends. So I need that female companionship, man. I need a woman who I can talk to about sports, politics, business, and and just kind of be there for me and be there with me. But at the end of the day, it is all about sex. That's the most important thing that I need, you know. And now you can pay for sex, and I don't have a problem with that. You can definitely pay for it, but you don't get the companionship aspect that I do really appreciate. But when it comes down to it, most of the guys are talking about sex. And most women, that's all they can pretty much offer us, in my opinion, is sex. But this is my biggest question. My biggest question is, within this dynamic of the sex and the relationship component of men and women, why would anybody get married? Because I don't have to get married for sex and companionship. I mean, sex is everywhere. Dude, I just got a text two days ago from a girl saying, it's your lucky day. I'm taking you to Niagara Falls. Okay? Okay. Now, I don't know if you know what Niagara Falls means. What she's saying is, 
man, she take, she want to give me some. I haven't heard from this girl in eight months. <laughs> eight so she months. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So she don't want to buy you a plane ticket on my favorite airline, Spirit <laughs> Airlines. She, she don't want to do that. She ain't trying to fly you to the New York, uh, United States, Canadian <laughs> border and, and go to Niagara Falls. She she want, what she wants to do, explain it again. She want to do what? She want to take me to Niagara Falls. Now, I'll give her credit, man. She do have a nice Niagara Falls over there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Rewind, back up a little bit, because here's 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 what's tripping me up. Now, I'm not really trying to discuss this because I think this is a uh, this is a subject for another episode. But you said two things. One, you said brought up the whole idea of why get married, right? Mm-hmm. But then you said something else, which really tickle my fancy and I'm trying to figure out why is this someone's why, how, how is this into someone's psyche she said it was your lucky day mm-hmm. what's so lucky about that well that's because man what these women know is that when it come down to it their number one asset is their vagina they know that their companionship, their friendship, their conversation, uh, they know none of that is going to trump the vagina in when it comes to a male, uh, when it comes to the male species as a whole. That's what men value from women is their vagina. So that's why I always ask myself, listen, if I'm able to get vagina everywhere, if I'm getting calls from eight months down the line or text messages from eight months down the line, if I'm just out here, even if I decide to just pay for it, if I'm getting vagina, do I need to get married in order to get vagina? Because well, one thing we do know about a person when they get married, the, they stop having sex anyway. Two, three years down the line, most men ain't even having sex with their wives no more. See, they- see, I gotta stop you. I gotta stop. I don't, you know, I don't like stopping you, bro. Cause listen, you already know how how we get down. I mean, we talk about this stuff on a regular basis, and and I even tell people, you know, jokingly, obviously, but I tell people, man, hey, when it comes to this conversation about a lot of things, I say it's God, Jesus, and Marlon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You know, I'm joking when I say that, but, you know, got to add some humor to it. But that's just how spot on I think you are with most of the things you say. Now, I'm going to stop you because you're 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 venturing into another topic and I don't want to go into that topic. I want to keep it on what men want. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to talk about how how women value their vagina because I just had a conversation with a young lady today and I explained to her. And, and ladies, if you're listening, um, I don't want to offend you. Um, but again, I, I think if you're going to listen to this podcast, you can't really be in your feelings. You got to kind of take it for what it's worth. And you got to you got to try to you got to try to get the nuggets that we're trying to drop. Do not throw the baby out with the bathwater. You may not like my delivery. You may not even like some of the word choices. But at the end of the day, don't lose the message. What I was sharing with her today is that women overvalue their vagina. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to disagree with you on one thing. You said all men really value is their vagina. I don't think that's what we really value. I think that's what they 
value so much or that's what they think we value so what they do is they overvalue their vagina and they put it on a pedestal right uh -huh. so when they put it on this pedestal they they value the vagina more than they value their heart and since they in doing that we're going to naturally go after their most prized possession if someone breaks into your house Marlon, typically if, if you're just thinking of a burglary or a robbery from what you see in the movies are they going after the most prized possession or are they going after the least most desired possession oh man it's all about the prize yeah so if a woman values her vagina over her heart and this is how i get to this conclusion ladies and and we can have a whole nother episode where we where we dive into this and, and really dissect it but this is how i come to this conclusion a woman will freely give you her heart right yes, if, if, if once she falls for you or she thinks she likes you her heart that those that wall starts to break down a little bit around her heart now it does not break down around her vagina she wants you to earn that you're gonna have to take her to the movies take her out to eat take her to concerts uh -huh. maybe take her on some trips buy her some jewelry do something buy her a, a designer bag something is gonna have to be done to earn that vagina but that heart oh you can have this i don't really care too much about this anyway you, you can have this little thing called my heart so that's that's how i draw to that conclusion so but again i have you back brother we can kind of discuss that whole thing on, on another another episode but right now getting back to what men want so you said sex and then you said you're finding that you really have a lot of more female friends than male friends or you want to spend your time with women and so you know that companionship is very very important is there anything else? Did I miss anything else? Sex and companionship? You didn't miss anything else from me, man, because when it comes down to it, I, I think the male species, we always look for the sex in a woman. We're not interested in their finances. We don't care what kind of job they have. We don't care that they went to school for eight years. Those things don't impress men. Men want the sex, and there's a lot of men out here like myself who want the companionship component as well. And, and before I let you go, man, I just hate, hate, hate this conversation about building because when we get to talking about building, <laughs> and this, come on, bro, come on, bro. You know that women love talking about building a legacy, building a foundation. The only thing they doing is building their pocketbooks and the man is saying, listen, all I'm trying to do is get some sex out the deal. So he's losing when he gets into this building phase. He needs to stop doing that and continue to chase the one thing that he's after, which is the sex. Period. Hey, so look, so look, they, you know how all the rappers say, everybody say, you know, don't chase. I can't even quote it the way it's said, but, you know, chase the bag. You know what I'm saying? The girls will follow. Don't chase the women. Chase the money and the girls will follow. Absolutely. Um, yep. You know, we hear so many women, I agree with you, talk about building. And you know, the one, <laughs> the one word, the compound word that we hear all the time that I just cannot stand. I'm going to say the first word. Please follow it up with the second word if you catch my drift. Mm -hmm. Power. Couple. <laughs> Oh, my brother. <laughs> Everybody, every woman I know that says she wants to have a be a power couple. And and what I tend to say to that is, baby, I'm the power. 
all you bringing is the couple. That's it. That's it. Like you, you, you just make the couple. Me and you together makes couple. But I'm the power. You ain't bringing nothing to the table. And, and but, 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 hey, let me put this disclaimer out there. Even if they got something, they money is they money, and your money is y'all money. Yes, brother. Look, I see. Man, I could go on forever on this subject, and I'm, I'm about to wrap it in a second. But listen, and I'm gonna tell you what I think um, men want. But I tell women all the time, I say, you know what? One of the reasons why I have a hard time dating, she's like, what? I said, because when you're dating and then you're moving past that entry level dating phase and you're kind of getting into a relationship, it's like, I need to be with a woman who's selfless. I hate selfish people. And when I'm dating, I tend to run into selfish women all the time. And I, you know you know what women always say to us? Oh, I don't know what kind of woman you date. Oh, what? Oh my God. Again, a whole nother subject for another time. But I say, if you're thinking about you, well, first of all, I'm gonna be thinking about her. My money is set aside, some money of mine is set aside for her, right? Uh -huh. Take her out, show her a nice time, buy things for her, do nice things for her. If my money is for her, then her money should be for me. But that ain't how it goes. Not at all. She thinking about her and I'm thinking about her. Well, who's thinking about me? Nobody. It's only so long before that comes to an end. You you cannot sustain that for too long. So I don't I just I just don't understand why people don't take the selfless approach. Hey, sir, you should think about her. Hey, ma'am, you should think about him. But look, let me give you my let me give you my um what I think men want. And then if you got anything else, you know, I'll hear you out and then we can rap. But um I sex is obviously high on the list it's, it's extremely important on the list um but the one thing there's only one thing that trumps sex and it only trumps sex because i'm thinking long term right i'm thinking this this needs to apply for every aspect of a relationship whether you just started and you're just dating or you're, you're or you're just getting to know each other you're not even really dating yet you're just hanging out then you start dating and then you're in a relationship boyfriend girlfriend and you're engaged and you're married and you know you grow old together whatever the case may be no matter what part of your relationship that you're in you're gonna need support i need support for the woman that i'm entertaining i don't necessarily need her to pay for things but i just mean like whatever it is that i need i may need her to pick me up from the airport i may need her to um help me write a proofread a paper for me that i'm writing or whatever okay. i don't care i just need to know that this woman got my back because like you said, I'm the same way. I tend to have more female friends than men friends. I don't really have that many male friends. Um, my my ratio is bad. If I got 50 friends, 46 are women. Agreed. That's how bad mm -hmm. it is. Agreed. <laughs> you know I mean? But um, so if I'm going to be spending this much time with women or a woman, I need to know that um, she supports me. You know, she 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 can talk to me and, and and talk me out of a bad decision, so to speak, and just hear me vent and then say, baby, you know, don't do that. Do this. You know, let me give you some ideas, some pointers. Just kind of not necessarily direct me or guide me, but help me make my decisions sometimes. 90% of the time, I'm going to make my own decision, but I just need to know she got my back. But outside of that, if we're just talking about the entry level and and I know this ain't going nowhere, and hopefully she know it ain't going nowhere. Sex is the only thing that matters. Absolutely, nothing else even matters. Absolutely, bro. I don't even ask. All right, let me let me let me wrap this, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna be done. Listen, because this all the stuff I want to talk about is for a whole nother conversation. But 
I don't even ask women questions about themselves a lot of times. Well, most times. And then people say, girls are like, oh, well, he's not, you're not asking me any questions. I don't know if you're interested. No, no, baby, I'm interested. But you got to understand, I'm, inter- I'm interested in you physically. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to ask you a million questions about, you know, what's your favorite food or what do you like to do for fun or tell me. Oh, that's the one thing I hate, bro, on a dating, on a dating site. When a woman says, tell me about oh. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like he ain't gonna that's lie. That's the worst. Uh, but but, but hey, they want to hear the lies, though. That's what they want to hear. They want to hear the lies. Yes. You know? I, I hope when I introduce, when I um, interview, I have this conversation with the young lady I'm going to talk to. I hope one of her answers is, when we when I ask her what is it that women want, I hope she say we want to be lied to. I really hope she says that. Now I highly doubt I'm gonna get a woman to own to be that honest and say that. But bruh, that would just make my day if she could say, "Yo, I like when a man tells me the things that I want to hear, whether it's true or not." That that's what they want to hear because hey, what do I always say? You can't handle the truth. Women cannot handle the truth. They always say, hey, why don't this, these men just tell us the truth and let us decide? Because out of 100 times telling you the truth, 100 women would say no. They cannot handle the truth. And I don't know why they keep acting like they can. They can't. That's why men go and tell them exactly what they want to hear. And they get the draws and they get the vagina they get the heart they get everything and now after they get everything the real brother comes out and now all of a sudden they mad and they frustrated and they pissed off and they telling their friends hey this negro couldn't keep it real he t- he he playing games he ain't serious it's because if he had been serious he never would have got you and if he got your prized possession by telling you what you want to hear then I ain't mad at him. He won. Hey, listen. You know what? We were going to end this, but I I, I got something else I want to run by you real quick. We're going to take a quick uh, commercial break. Uh, Just so you know, I'm working on my sponsorship, right? So I got to take a break really quick because of... This is where the sponsorship ad will play. All right. Now, we might not have no sponsor to play the ad. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening and you don't hear an ad pop up, oh, well, working on our sponsorship. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll come right back to it. All right. Cool. Welcome back to the Picking and Choosing podcast. It's your host, Will Maybon, and I got my cousin here as a guest, Marlon Bill. And we were sitting here talking about what is it that men want. And he's been giving me his perspective of what men want. And I've kind of gave my perspective. And we're trying not to really dive too deep because, as you know, there's there's so much you could unpack with what is it that a man wants. Because not every man is the same. But we're trying to give you something general that most men can identify with and we've determined that most men want sex and as hard as that is of a pill for probably most women to swallow and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of men is going to disagree with us you know the the um I'm sure there's a lot of Christian men is going to disagree with us 
because yes, that's will. a hot topic, right? You know, waiting till marriage before sex and things like that. And we get that. We respect that. Whatever you decide to do is is fine. We're not promoting or condoning any kind of behavior. We're just trying to be real with what we believe the average man wants. So, Marlon, you touched on a couple of things. You, One thing, I wanted to shy away from it. I didn't want to touch on it. But uh-huh. I, I think it's only right because I think so many people probably want to hear where you want to go with this because you you mentioned why get married right you know i always ask women well i say what's the tangible benefit to getting married i don't hey man hold on pause that all right i gotta take this hold on all right so look he's been interrupted for a second look i believe that when it comes to marriage Although marriage is a beautiful thing, I, I'm not, I, I, I'm not um, in disagreement that people shouldn't be married. But in America, we live in such a litigious society. People sue for everything, and money seems to always become the center of everyone's focus when going their separate ways and divorces. With alimony, child support being two, two of the things, and, and a person's credit being ruined. Those are three of the things that usually ruin a man that's taking care of business. Marriage is the easiest way. I'm sorry. Divorce is the easiest way to knock a man down. And I always tell people the most vulnerable. The, a man is most vulnerable when it comes to his woman and his children. What does that man do when the the threat to his woman is his woman when she's gonna hey you're back all right yes sir well ladies and gentlemen sorry for that little interruption uh had to take a phone call and now he's back so we left off where you were talking about um why get married and i was kind of uh adding my two cents but i'm gonna go ahead and end my two cents there and let you take over the floor right now tell me in your own words repeat why you think brothers shouldn't get married and um add the other aspects to women not being able to handle the truth and and this whole notion of building a power couple let me hear absolutely well you know uh Going back to what I talked about earlier in terms of most men just wanting sex, okay? Now, being that most of us just want sex, man, when you get married, if you go down that road, you number one, you're only going to be able to have sex with one woman, which is your spouse, unless you're cheating, and that's too much work. Okay, to be trying to put a phone, a second phone in your glove box and trying to do all the extras in order to cheat and, and skip out and, and and hey on your lunch hour you going and seeing other women it's too much work not, not so, to mention it's expensive oh my goodness it's expensive and, and so doing trying to do all that just don't make sense now keep this in mind when i talk about this marriage aspect i'm referring to brothers who make a decent income Okay, I'm referring to brothers that's making at least 80,000 or more a year. Because when we look at the financial aspect of marriage, 
if you're a guy that's only making 40, 50,000 a year, you really, this really may not pertain to you because you need help from your significant other to make do and to make bills and, and to live a halfway decent lifestyle because that's really not enough money to be able to take care of any and everything that you got going on out here in these streets. Okay, because mortgage prices are going up, uh, everything is more expensive. But when you look at the fact that because all we really do want is sex, when you get married now, you are on a slippery slope to where you're not going to be having as much sex because now that you're married, the woman's objective was to get you married and to get you hooked. Now that you're married, oh, I'm tired. Oh, um, I had a long day. Oh, I'm not up to participating. So now, instead of having sex four or five days a week when you were single, now you're having sex one maximum two days a week. Okay. Number two, when it comes to getting married, once you sign on the dotted line, man, now you are responsible for everything, brother. (laughs) You got... You once you sign that dotted line, brother, brother Maybon, you got everything that you paying for now. You paying all the bills at the house. For the most part, you paying the car payment. You you doing you take taking care of all the utilities. If the toilet breaks, she wants you to fix that. She wants you to fix everything and do everything. And you know what? Today, because we don't have roles in a marriage like we did in the past. And and what I mean by that is, in the past, when we look at our grandma and granddaddy, grandma took care of house. She took care of the kids. She cooked. She cleaned. She ironed your clothes. She took care of everything inside of the house, while men took care of being the breadwinner. We took care of everything outside of the house. We fixed everything that broke down. Everybody had their roles. But because we don't have roles today, Men are still doing their part while women aren't really contributing half as much as what they what grandma took care of, you know, because today think about it, man. When you have kids, the man is sharing and take picking the kids up and taking them to football practice and so forth. The man is changing diapers. The man is keeping the kids. The man today in 2020, 80 percent of the cooking in the household is done by the man. So what is it that the woman is doing to justify her role in the relationship or in the marriage? And if the man is making a significant amount of income, you know what she's going to tell him? Bruh, you got to pay those bills. You need to take care of home. A happy life or a happy wife is a happy life. How many times have you heard that saying? Brother. I I, I, I I hate that saying. That saying should be banished. I've heard it far more times than I care to care to admit. <laughs> yeah. So we don't win in that in, in getting married. And don't let us get divorced because with all this this talk about building, 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 let me tell you what's happening. While we're supposedly building, this woman is building her bank account. And all I'm doing is 
taken care of home. And if we get divorced five years, seven years, 10 years down the line, my bank account is on empty while her bank account is on full because she been building all right. She been building up her nest. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you hear a lot of women say, and I know you've heard women say this, you hear a lot of women say, my mama didn't raise no food. We don't, I, we have a joint bank account, but I have my own bank account for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? I mean, we know that's the way they think. So I'm not even mad at them really for thinking that way. What I'm mad at is now that we know they think that way, how many brothers are still running to the altar? I'm like, bro. What are you uh, doing? Hold that thought, Will. Hey, due to technical difficulties on Marlon's end, we had to cut his interview short. But let's move over to phase two and see what the ladies have to say about what it is that women want. Welcome to the Picking and Choosing podcast. I'm your host, Will Maybon. On today's episode is part two, and we have a special two special guests today. We're going to be having a great conversation about what it is that women want. Our first guest, her name is Terry. She's a um, producer in the film and television industry, entrepreneur with her own tea brand, and she's a philanthropist. Our second guest, her name is Renisha, and she works in med- with medical commercial real estate. She's a humanitarian, and she's on the board of trustee at, with the National MS Society. So I am honored to know these women. We're going to have a great conversation. We're going to get into some nitty gritty. So without further ado, please allow me to introduce these lovely ladies, Terry and Renisha. Welcome to the podcast, ladies. Hey, thank you, Will. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for joining. So the first part of this podcast episode, part one, I interviewed my cousin and we were talking about what it is that men want from a relationship. Now, I'm not going to tell you ladies what he said. I'm not going to tell you what I said. I'm going to just hear you ladies out. I don't want it. I'm kind of going to give you ladies the floor because he and I obviously had no interruption from a female's perspective. So I'm not going to chime in and interrupt you ladies um, from the fe- me. We, he and I had no interruption from the female perspective. So I don't want to give you ladies any interruptions from the male perspective. So feel free to um, list whatever it is that you believe. Um, I'm going to write the things down because I want to recap it. And then at the end, I will um, talk to you ladies about some of the things we had a conversation with earlier today and then i will without you ladies being on the phone i would i would i'm gonna respond to what i think about you ladies you know what we can do it at the end we can we can go ahead and do it while i have you on the phone but i want to make sure you ladies have uninterrupted time talking about what it is that a woman wants from a female perspective okay so let's get started before we get started who would like to go first Okay, I'm going to <laughs> Renisha, you go first. Okay. Um, how, how many things I need to name? I mean, it's up to you. I can't uh, tell you what it uh, is that a woman wants. I don't know. All you right. got to tell me. I'm trying to learn. Well, um, I like a man that is stable. So I look for stability. 
Um, I look for someone who has a sense of humor. Um, I look for someone who is family oriented. Um, I also prefer someone who doesn't have a lot of kids, but if they do, I prefer the kids not to be too young. Um, I look for someone that I could grow with and build. I look for someone, hmm, let's see, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I look for someone who is ambitious and goal-driven. I look for someone who is selfless. Uh, I like someone who's spontaneous because I'm more of a planner, so they could bring that side out of me. And uh, I look for someone who's an awesome communicator. Someone who likes to travel. Someone, I'm trying, I'm thinking. Someone who can make me feel like a priority. That's what I have right now. Some, oh, someone who um, is God-fearing, a God-fearing man. He doesn't have to go to church every day, every Sunday, but you know, he knows the word. That's pretty much it. Okay. We got stability, sense of humor, family oriented, not many kids, not too young if he does have kids. I don't know what that means as far as like ages or. Well, like I mean, like, Can if you it's elaborate? Like, a, like if they're an infant or like, you know, like two, okay. two, years, well, two years old and younger. Okay. Okay. And then um, what about not many kids? How, how many is too many? Oh, God. Uh, I would say over five is too many. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> years. Old and um, five. Because you got some Max. people who have kids that are grown. You know what I mean? So uh, that's not kids to me. Well, not but okay. kids, but you know, well, <laughs> to them, you know. That's, that's cool. Okay, then we go on. We got you grow slash build with ambitious slash goal driven, selfless, spontaneous, great communicator, likes to travel, makes her feel like a pro, make you feel like a priority, and God fearing. Mm -hmm. All right. So Terry. Would you like to go ahead and uh, give me your ideas or your list of what it is that women want? If 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 uh, Renisha said some of the things that you have on your list or your ideas of what women want, you can go ahead and repeat it. Um, it's okay. Did we lose Terry? I don't know. Terry. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> If she come back, she come back. <laughs> okay. 
but we lost her. <laughs> so, you know what? She's kind of messing up the flow a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, now it's going to be two guys against one lady. I, don't, I didn't want that. Yeah, why? Don't leave me out here, cuz. Terry, where you at? Ah. Oh, well, well, let me go ahead and, and, and switch it up a little bit. So, what I'm going to do now, since we lost Terry, maybe she'll come back. I'm going to go ahead and read to you what we said as men. Okay. Okay. All right. So at first, at first, when I first recorded this episode, there was um I think oh she just texted me. I think she got booted out. Oh it still says she's Oh no, she's there. Well Terry, if you can hear me, just disconnect and and and, and click the link again and it'll let you rejoin. So so go ahead and disconnect and then click the link again. Okay, she's gone. She's gonna yeah. come back in. I'd rather get her input yeah, before so I um, start talking. Yeah, it's both of us. Yeah, you know. So oh, there she goes, Terry. Yeah, can you hear we hear you. I don't know. Is it working? Yeah, it's working. We hear you. Oh my gosh! All right. So did you <laughs> did you hear Renisha's list? I did. It was long as hell. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. I was so I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I did, I did. I'm not mad at hey. you, but it, I got it. Okay, well, okay, so listen. If she says some things that you have on your list or your ideas of what a man wants, that's okay. Just repeat it because um, it's good to hear it come from you mm -hmm. versus we just say, oh, I agree. Right. right? Yeah. So go ahead and tell me what it is that you think. If it's a list, run it off as a list. If it's just an idea, explain your idea. Got it. Okay. Um, For me, I'm going to, well, okay, I'm, I'm going to speak on behalf of myself, but in regards yeah. to other women women because I typically associate with like-minded like women. Um, there are a few who aren't so like-minded, but they understand the way that I think. So um, I'm going to start with open communication, someone who is able to communicate effectively. That is very, 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 very important to me. And I have it at the top of my list because a lot of other small problems can be fixed when you are able to communicate effectively with the person that you're you're looking to build with okay so i'm gonna say open communication um well a strong communicator um i'm looking for uh i would say someone who is trustworthy and when i say trustworthy that doesn't mean you always have to tell the truth per se but that means in when in important situations you are someone that i can count on that person will be someone that I can count on and that I can trust to put their best foot forward and their best um I guess the best they'll offer me the best advice they'll give me the best of everything may not always be a hundred percent honest that because honesty and trustworthy kind of are different so when I say trustworthy I know what I mean and I know it when I hear it I know it when I see it that's super important to me um love of course that has to be the ultimate goal. So someone who's not freaking the tin man. You have to be able to love one place in your heart. Not just for me, but for others. The people in your family. The people who are your close friends. The people who show you love. You have to be able to return it and show it back. So, um, and, and be able to, you know, if you can receive love, you have to be able to give it. 
So that's really, really important to me. Um, someone who is emotionally mature, mature. That is very, very important to me. And that goes along with communication because if you're emotionally mature, you understand things at a different level. So I don't have to spend so much time teaching you things that I feel you should have learned at an earlier age in life. That really will help balance the relationship like right away. Um, supportive. I really have to, I think a lot of women really, really need to know that the person that they're into or that they're dating or that they're in a relationship with has their back and their front. Okay, not just their back. I need mm-hmm. you to stand in front of me and protect me from things I may miss things I may overlook things you know be on guard uh, I know that's a that, that's large shoes to fill that's a big responsibility but at the same time you kind of have to understand that when you get into a relationship you're not just in it for yourself you're also responsible for someone else's heart and their time and etc so that's why I said support is like super huge like you really gotta maintain that circle around me be supportive in every which way possible that means so much to me uh i was saying um when you're what you're look what i'm also looking for in a man i would say is companionship because you really <laughs> being someone's best friend like and and understand their confidant that is a job in itself and i feel like when you have loyalty and trust and things of that nature that person becomes your companionship, your right hand, the person you immediately turn to in your time of needs, in your time of happiness, sadness, any, whatever the emotion is, your companion should be someone that you share that emotion with right away. Like your immediate go-to, which to me is different than a best friend because there's more of a physical, maybe a physical attraction there. Um, there's more of a, more chemistry, more of a bond that kind of takes you out of the friend zone per se. So companionship is super, super, super important for me. Um, of course, sexual chemistry, that's important. And I know I'm not going to just speak for myself, but I know a lot of women, they speak very highly of how important it is to have great sex in a relationship because they really need to connect on a uh, intimate level with the person that they're dating um, because you know for we I think we all know why that's important so I'm not going to dive into that but um financial st- I want to say financially stable but that differs in how that looks and I don't really want to clock anyone's pocket but just be able to take care not okay you can't just be able to take care of you because when you come into a relationship you have to be able to unfortunately you got to be able to that other person's bill whatever that looks like so because you become responsible for the other person's heart and and you want to take on other tasks that they may fall short in that goes both ways if he's short on his car payment the woman picks up the tab i mean the other end of that car payment if the woman's short if she's short on her rent the guy picks up the rent so having your finances in line to where you don't have to be rich, but you have to be able to take on the responsibility of another person and whatever baggage that they come with. That is part of dating. So being financially um, secure is is very important as well. And spiritual. You don't have to worship the same way I do, but you need to be able to check into something or some higher source because I think something's wrong with people who don't have, who don't understand meditation or don't know how to pray or don't know how to take a time out to disconnect from the world. So for me, that spiritual chemistry, that connection with energy 
is a must. It's actually non-negotiable for me and for a lot of the women that I that I know. So there are I'm not gonna give anything else past that because to me those things are super, super important to me. I can kind of give and take and work with all the other stuff. But those things are cool. Like they're really non-negotiable and I don't really entertain anything past that. If they don't check those boxes, I'm probably not gonna be interested for too long because anything that doesn't check those boxes in my world it could be a possible liability and I'm not really willing to put up the time or energy that it takes to dedicate to a situation that's unstable so yeah all right well I appreciate you sharing that so Mm -hmm. to recap you said communicate effectively and then (laughs) you 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 said it but it was like indirectly said build with because you said whoever you you need to be able to communicate effectively with whoever you're trying to build with so i wrote build with okay. on as a I, I listed that as well okay so i got communicate cool. effectively build with trustworthy love emotionally mature supportive companionship sexual chemistry and then when you were explaining a stability one i wrote down mm-hmm. keep both above water so basically you're saying hey you don't have to be rich but you you have to take care of your bills and you got to be able to to put a dent in whatever issue she's dealing with if not completely take care of whatever issue she's dealing with facts and then lastly you you have spiritually grounded right all right so okay i'm, I'm gonna terry you had one two three four five six seven eight nine ten things renisha you had one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve things so uh terry she didn't have a super long list no i wanted to match her list i was actually trying to create <laughs> as many i wanted to match yours girl okay i was, I was, I was running out all right so check this out <laughs> so first this is part two of the podcast right so the, the first part one is what men want part one doesn't mean we're more significant than you guys because we went first it was just the time for the sake of time I was able to uh, get the guys on the phone quicker. Well, the first time we recorded the episode, there was three of us. It was me, one of my friends, and my cousin. Well, we had some technical difficulties, so we stripped and we did the pod. We, we recorded the episode again with just my cousin and I. So I'm going to tell you, ladies, what our list was. I'm going to tell you the first time we, we did it. I'm going to tell you what the list was, and I'm going to tell you what the list was the second time we did it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first mm-hmm. time it was me, my cousin Marlon, and my homeboy Neil. Marlon, I mean, Neil said, "Sex, do not uh, cross into a man's lane. Don't wear makeup." <laughs> okay, those were the three things he had on his list. <laughs> and then, and then at the end of the episode, we recapped it, and he added three more things. He said, "Honesty." trust and loyalty and i said well we're gonna create one bucket for those honesty trust and loyalty to me is all pretty much one thing it's all the same thing so okay i said you know we're gonna take sex don't cross over into a man's lane don't wear makeup and then honesty trust loyalty that's one thing right but then i had to edit his a little bit i said listen this list is supposed to be a what about what we want more so what than what we don't want so i'm took off the don't wear makeup right yeah <laughs> because we're obviously okay and he, he elaborated we're okay with a woman wearing makeup but it's when a man is like yo you don't need to do that mm-hmm. if he's telling you you don't, don't need to do it don't do what he's saying not to do so anyways that was neil's list marlon's list was companionship 
sex, I mean, friendship and sex. Simple. That's and it. Then when, <laughs> then when we, yeah, then when we, when we re-recorded it, Marlon just had sex and companionship or sex and friendship. One or two, I forgot. He missed one of them. So anyways, but he wants companionship, friendship, and sex. My list, I have one thing. I don't have a list of things. I have one thing and then I added three things, okay? Because they are on the list, but it's one thing primarily. My one thing is support. Everything I think support encompasses everything else. So I didn't I don't need to list out everything because if I if I list it, the only other things I'm going to list, they're identical with Marlins. It's sex, companionship, friendship. And friendship and companionship is like one and the same almost. So you could just say I have on my list, Marlon has on his list, companionship slash friendship and sex. I have on my list, support, sex, companionship slash friendship. So I got three things. Marlon has two. Neil has three. It was consistent across the board. Sex was on the list. So if sex isn't part of the equation, it is not going to work. From the three, from our three perspectives, for a man, it's just not gonna work. So, what I'm gonna do now is I'm going to, I'm not really gonna chop up what y'all saying because I don't really want to do that, but I will kind of like touch on it a little bit about the things y'all y'all saying and and help people understand the main reason why I'm doing this podcast is because there's a fundamental difference between how a man thinks and how a woman thinks. Now. Every man doesn't think the same and every woman doesn't think the same. I don't operate in the exception. I operate in the rule. I want to take, if it's a hundred men in a room and 80 men think similar to each other, I want to operate with those 80 men to establish a precedent. I don't want to take those 20 exceptions to the rule and create standards and ideals based on their belief system because it's not going to work for everyone. However, there will be little nuggets we pull from the exception to create benchmarks of what to strive for. Because if you got if you got 100 people in the room and 80 people have a average salary, okay, we understand how to price rent and how to set up housing and, and cars and things like that because we could base it on what the average people could afford. But then we want to create something to strive for. So those... The other 20, we may have 10 at the bottom and 10 at the top. Those 10 at the top may be the the um, the carrot that you dangle, right? They're the white rabbit that you're chasing. You're trying to catch someone so you have something to strive for. So that's when I think of dating. I take the exceptions to the rule and I say, hey, this might be something to strive for. So you ladies mentioned a lot of things that I think is really difficult for y'all to... Um, to finding a man when you first meet him. Like, look at our list. Companionship and friendship. We're going to take sex out the equation right now because obviously most people aren't having sex at hello. So, well, maybe they are, but we're talking about people who are actually <laughs> getting to know each other, not just having fun. Yeah. Right? Like, sexual fun. So, companionship and friendship is something very easy to, to work with in the beginning. It's very simple. It's, it's not a lot of pressure. But when you look at your ladies list and you have stability, 
okay. I don't know how much y'all dive into a man's financial background before you, while you're getting to know him. Since the humor, Renisha, I'm going to go through your list first. Stability, okay, that's going to be kind of tough. You might, you have to use the eye test. You might look at his car and, and if you go to his house, which a lot of women don't want to go to a man's house, so it gets kind of difficult to really gauge that one. Really? Sense of humor. Well, do you usually go to a man's house? How, how long before you usually go to a man's house when you're dating? Oh, it depends on how comfortable I am. Right, yeah. so so give me give me a time frame. Oh. Maybe on a, it could be maybe on this second or third meetup. Oh, okay, well that's not bad. All right, then you can kind of gauge stability early on if you're going to his house that mm-hmm. quick. All right, so stability, fairly quick for you to um to uncover. Sense of humor, and he, he can still lie about some things, but you can kind of look around and see something's off, mm-hmm. right? If, if everything is intact, he still could be lying, but, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Sense of humor, you can gauge that fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Family-oriented, you might be able to gauge that. Nah, you know, that's kind of tough, depending on if y'all involve family early on or not. Not many kids, not too young. You can gauge that right away unless he's lying. Grow, build with, that's going to take some time. Ambitious, goal-driven, that should be fairly easy to detect. Selfless, uh, that could take some time because he's usually going to be selfless with her. But is he a selfless person in general? Uh, You got to wait till he's around other people to really determine that. Unless he's selfish with you, then you already know he ain't selfish. <laughs> Spontaneous, that should be fairly easy to detect. Great communicator should be easy to detect. Likes to travel. Uh, you can only go by what he say. Make her feel like a priority. What man ain't making you feel like a priority when you first meet him? So that can really set you up for the okie doke. And God-fearing, uh, you got to go by what he say. So yours isn't that bad, I guess, after going through it again. Okay. Terry, effective, com- effect, communicate effectively. That should be easy to detect. Build with, that's going to be difficult. Trustworthy, that's going to be difficult. Love is going to be difficult. Emotionally mature, that might be easy to detect. It could be tricky. Supportive is going to take some time. That could be a little difficult. Companionship is, that can detect that kind of quickly. If Sexual chemistry, it depends on how quick you want to get down. Keep you above water, and that's going to be difficult to detect. And spiritually grounded might be kind of difficult. So actually, Terry, your list is a little bit more challenging to detect early on than Renisha's, in my opinion. But you ladies, for the most part, didn't have too hard of things to detect. But you're looking for a lot in a guy you're just getting to know. So, what I would say to both of you, you still got a, um, you still got an extensive list of things that you're really um, 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 judging the guy on. I don't know how much fun you guys will be having with these guys if you're looking for all of this stuff early on. Pause. Can, right. I, can I pause you or are you the host? Yep, you can. <laughs> yep, go ahead. Okay. So- <laughs> I mean, so- like you said, some of the things on my list I could detect right away, and then I, I guess yeah, I've never had a problem. So that that friendship build, you know, how long you're building that friendship with that person oh, to where you can start to see other signs. 
Well, 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 ladies. So not to not to um, misconstrue things because I'm speaking from a general perspective of women with your list. Oh, I'm not okay. speaking about you two individually because everybody. When people have their list of stuff, they're talking about what works for them. Like you might interview, we could probably interview 10 other men and sex may not even be on their list. That's true. Yeah. Right? So we're, we're using the list of what you said and applying it to the general population. We're using the list of what we said and we're applying it to the general population. Now we may be wrong, right? Mm -hmm. We may be wrong. Cause I'm not interviewing all the women in the world. I'm interviewing two ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all didn't have the exact same things on y'all list. That's true. But but something I think that that's true. I, is important. I think we lost Terry. Yeah. She's driving. Yeah. She's going through some bad reception areas. <laughs> Terry, what'd you say? Terry? She's not on here. Well, I'll probably get a text from her. There we go. Me? Yeah, we can hear you now. What'd you say? Well, lost her again. Um, well, Terry, if you can hear us, if you drop, just just hit the link. Yeah, Terry, if you end up dropping, just hit the link and come back in. That's what All I right. had to do. No, well, I was just in a really, really bad area. Can you hear yep. me now? Yep. Yeah, no, it was like mad street. But no, but one thing I wanted to clarify is these things that I mentioned aren't things that I necessarily look for at a pump first meetup. That's crazy. That's those things are way too distinctive to, to try to dis decipher uh, upon uh, the first two dates. That, that wasn't what I was saying that for. I gave that list because those are core things that I take into consideration while I'm getting to know someone. That can be over a course of time. That's not a one, two, three date thing. But I'm very much on point when it comes to initial conversation. I can tell whether or not from one conversation, whether or not I'll ever answer that call again. Or even dive deeper. And I ask hard questions right away. The ones who can survive those hard questions survive because I'm not for the weak. So I'm aware of that, though. And I'm not single because nobody wants me. <laughs> I'm single because I don't want them. So, you know, it all depends on how you're looking at the list. That makes sense. It makes sense. I, I mean, I, de I, I detected that when oh, you put on your list sexual chemistry, because I I know that you more than likely aren't trying to figure out if you have sexual chemistry the day you meet someone. Yes. Ben. Yeah. So so I, I could derive to that. And um, I, I know this is about, you know, a process of, of dating. It's not just hello. Hey, I meet you today. Are you stable? You're not gonna do that, right? right? That's why Renisha will probably find out if a man is st stable on the second or third date when she mm -hmm. goes to his house, and I think that's a decent time. You know, if right. if you don't go to his house for the fourth date, that's cool too. Mm -hmm. But you're not gonna really learn about his stability until you get to his house. You know, so you if you got that high on your list, you better be making a house call pretty soon. You know, because <laughs> if you if you drag that thing out to eight dates and now you in love. You go to this man's house. He got a couch and a TV, and he got one pot in the in the cap in the cupboard. You know, and and one glass and two fork. I mean, a fork and one spoon. You in trouble. <laughs> so that's true. So all I'm saying, like when I, the the whole purpose of this, like I said, this isn't really to rip y'all thoughts apart or tell y'all y'all wrong about anything. I was just giving my little two cents on your list. 
but I'm, I'm I did this primarily just so people who listen to this podcast can understand that men and women fundamentally look for different things. Mm-hmm. We're not thinking about six years down the road when we're talking about what we want in a woman. We're thinking about today. We're thinking about tomorrow and next week. I think the furthest I ever think about a woman is a week out. If I can see myself being around this woman a week out, then I'll entertain it. If I can't see myself dealing with her a week from now, I don't entertain it. But I think women look towards marriage and kids and building. I, I never hear a guy say he's looking to build with someone. I mean, I'm sure there's some guys out there that have said it, but I, I just that build with is just not something that comes out our mouths, I don't think. Uh, so anyway. Um, not to beat just not to beat you got ladies thoughts up. It was just to um, get you ladies to throw out your ideas. Now we're going to segue into the second part of what we wanted to talk about. I don't know what kind of time you ladies have, so if you still got time, we can go into it. If not, we can go ahead and end this thing here and just let that be the conclusion of the first episode: what men want and what women want, and we can kind of go offline with um, the second aspect. As you know, what? Don't worry. Can we do the second do. part? I'd rather wait until uh, t- so I can hear her. I'm not. You're good. I just here's, was in a bad area at the time. Here's what I, we're going to do, I'm ladies. We're going to do this. I'm going to wrap this episode, okay? We're going to keep it what men want and what women want. I'm going to wrap this episode. We're going to come right back in, though. And we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about the other part, so we can um, we can use that later on to help women understand some stuff that we were talking about that I thought was really okay. good. All right. Okay. So, thank you, ladies, for your time today. I really appreciate your insight. Hopefully, this gives people understanding that men and women found fundamentally want different things at Hello, and that that communication breakdown usually is because we're coming from two different angles and. Once we start to recognize each other's perspectives, I think we can have a better way of interacting with each other. So again, thank you for your time. Thank you, Miss Terry. Thank you, Miss Renisha. And um Thank you. Yes, you All right. Bye. 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 <laughs>